It's the uh, first pumpkin spice of the season on the show, I think. Wow, crazy. Yeah, it's wild. It's been out for like two weeks now. This is the first time we're doing it on here. Has it really only been two weeks? Yeah, uh, I think it came out like on the 1st of September, something like that. It was I don't late know. this year. They were doing like the end of August for a while, which was obviously too much like i appreciate the late laterness yeah i appreciate september being like the official start of fall honestly seattle it was like september 1st boom leaves the are dropping off of trees crows are so screaming weird here <laughs> it's so good it's like drastically just like it's been 80 and sunny now it's fucking like mid 60s and got a chill in the wind and it's overcast every day yes i'm here also Still impressed by how much light is in our apartment when it's cloudy, but we will see as it gets to, like, uh, fucking I October. I feel like now that we have, we only had two windows, and now we have five different windows in our apartment, like, it's going to be a lot sunnier in You know what would be so nice? Having a window in the bathroom. That's, like, the ultimate luxury. Yeah, especially since our bathroom is, like, really small. Yeah. So it would be nice to have a... A window. It was nice. Like in my childhood home, we had a window in the shower. Yeah. And like when I was younger, it was just like, you know. To, for clarity, it was a small window and it was like rippled, I guess, or whatever. So you can't really see through it. It wasn't that rippled though. But I'm like, it was a little bit frosted. Yeah, you can't Slightly. just see in. And see people taking a shit. I know, and like I used to make eye contact with my neighbor in his backyard across the because <laughs> it like faced our backyard. And like as I got older, I was just getting too tall for this shit. Like honestly, that was such a hazard. What was the purpose other than a nice breeze when you're in the shower? I like outdoor showers though. I'm that kind of bitch. Yeah, I enjoy them too. And it except would... for when you find a spider in the outdoor Yo, shower. Yeah, it would be extremely nice to have a window though because we don't even have a fan in our bathroom. Can you believe that? We don't have a fan, though. Like, that's wild. Like, that's just asking for mold. We literally shower with the door wide open every single time because of that. Well, that and also the litter box is in the bathroom. Yeah, so, so we can't really close the bathroom door, like, in general. But, you know, so this is Coffee with Rachel. Like we said, we have pumpkin spice lattes. I'm Rachel and you're great. I'm pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> I'm pumpkin and you're spice. Um, I don't know, man. I feel like shit today. She just got her period. So I feel as though, I mean, I'm obviously it's going to happen since like we're, we're doing a show every week, but I always feel like you are in like the heat of your period. The every episode. of the, the crimson like, waves. You always have like one day where you're like really fucked. And I feel like that's it's always, always podcast day. It's like, to be we, fair, we change the day of the week so, so it was really our bad yeah if we were yesterday it might not have been so bad so yesterday so i have a fact about coffee thank god um, that's what we all look forward to most in the show i would say yeah i think that's why everybody listens even yeah. though we didn't start that until later yeah true <laughs> uh the french philosopher voltaire mm. was said to have drank 50 cups of coffee a day wow same <laughs> I would die. Yeah, I actually would have the most elevated heart rate. For as much as we talk (laughs) about coffee, don't drink, like, the craziest amount. The most I drank was when I was working at Starbucks, and I would have it, like, all day. Just college in general was, like, when I had the most. A dark time. We all all know that. We all know the uh, terrible eating habits of college. We were actually looking through. I was trying to find a throwback Thursday pick the other day. Which was honestly, like, the worst idea ever. Like, don't do that. (laughs) And I found photos of us in our 
first apartment in college and me and chris always talk about how different our diet is now compared to like when we first started dating and yeah. like our weekly meal was literally us like defrosting a full pound of ground beef like that was just every day it was either yeah doing that and make in like the pre-packaged taco seasoning packets and just making that with some you know dealt fucking iceberg lettuce iceberg lettuce i can't remember the last time iceberg lettuce touched these lips <laughs> And like those fucking hard shells. Uh, are you, you a soft or a hard? I think now I'm leaning more towards the soft. Cause the I used hard... to be all soft. Now I'm like, there's something about now, a hard shell until she breaks. If you could have a, I like a hard shell, but wrapped in the cushy comfort of a soft shell. So a crunch wrap. Yes. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I was going to say something that I totally forgot, but. Either way, I found photos of us eating those tacos. That was the point of that tangent. (laughs) And Chris's beard was something to be marveled. Oh my god, I can't believe that happened. Your facial hair went through so many phases, and they were all on video. Like, I'm surprised you didn't get dragged more. Yeah, My eyebrows were pretty distracting, though. (laughs) (laughs) No, you got your fair share, but it was the the sperm brows that I was rocking for quite some time there, I think, really stole the show. My stark inability to speak was the the highlight was the star that they couldn't even get to the beard oh my god i'll never forget like the first video we filmed together yeah i could have seen you being one of the youtube dudes that like is never on camera you know and people like forget that you even have a partner outside of but then you know i just had a secret uh lust yeah lust for the uh the limelight, you know? Yeah, I for the public to, speaking. I wanted to steal your thunder. You did, honestly. <laughs> I would take it, please. <laughs> you are the storm chaser of the family, anyway. Oh, my God. So, I think we should start off with, we talked about, I don't know if it was last episode or one of the previous episodes, uh, what each, if we could do the astro, uh, the astrological He's signs. out <laughs> this right now. The horoscopes, astrological signs as coffee or crystal Zodiac. Bibles. Zodiac. That's the <laughs> word. Oh, my God. Ted Cruz, Zodiac killer. Which one of us is Ted Cruz? Um, did everyone see his likes last night? <laughs> oh, my God. I was thinking it was going to be something more exciting, but it was like the most vanilla-ass porn ever. I mean, are we surprised? Not at all. He's the one that like is anti-masturbation, right? He was, like, anti-vibrator, which, like, like, get on this level, bitch. We have an ad in this episode. (laughs) His roommate was like, no, that's not true. Yeah, his college roommate. Um, Okay, so, yeah, someone tweeted us. They went through all of our fucking episodes. Do you have it up? I have to find it. Yeah, I do have it up, and they have the best title that they could find for each zodiac sign yeah so this is amazing and it's also incredibly accurate and overall a delight to read yeah so we're gonna start with aries which was episode 58 pissed off cinnamon bun highly accurate we've got taurus who is episode 94 questionable beef or episode 169 hella thrash nosh <laughs> gemini is episode 129 little jittery fuckboys or episode 179 what is the tamagotchi's algorithm which honestly i can't believe that's a title that we wrote <laughs> like what the fuck this is for me this is just calling back all the things i try to forget yeah cancer uh episode 44 soothing sensations uh, Leo is episode 52, a shit that stands out. I like that because Leos are very confident, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's very accurate. Virgo, which is so the most accurate. Episode 77, cord organization makes me wet. Oh my god, That's that just is perfect. too perfect. Uh, Libra is episode 86, Olympic eyelash curling. Scorpio is episode 25, vampires in a speakeasy. 
Sagittarius is episode 108, a hoot and holler and affair. <laughs> what even was that one? I don't know. Uh, Capricorn is ep 130. I've hacked this marketing. <laughs> Aquarius is episode one or just 67, an invitation to the aliens. And Pisces, our lord and savior, episode 159, a whisk that's been through it, which is what I said, but also episode 87, collab with Christ. <laughs> Overall, amazing. Thank you so much, Rachel, for writing this list. Let us know if you vibe with those, if you feel like those really accentuate who you are. Yeah. And honestly, if anybody else has some more suggestions, hit us up because I think it's great. Yeah, I think that was really perfect. So Apple had their conference today, like their third one of the year. They do like three every year, right? They do at least two. At least two. Wait, they do one for like fucking the max like the actual hardware they do the developer iOS. they do the developers conference which is the ios and then they do this iphone event yeah so there is three yeah so this one i mean it's not only iphones it was like it's apple, apple watch TV. tv and yeah so we're gonna talk a little bit about what was announced today yeah. So I don't really I don't have an Apple Watch or an Apple TV now, so I didn't really kind care of about want to get another Apple TV solely for AirPlay. Like yeah. that is literally the only thing that I would want that for. Yeah. But they have like a 4K one, and that seems like kind of cool. I know we don't even have a 4K TV. Yeah, I know we need to get the fucking 4K TV before we could drop a thousand dollars on the new yeah. fucking phone. I want the 4K TV so that I can play fucking Viva Pinata in 4K. Like, <laughs> would that even make anything look crisper if it was already shitty? I mean, it would make it look a little bit better but not really i want to play an emulation of where in the world is carmen san diego from windows 98 on a 4k tv Yo. and then i think the whole world will go inside out that would look really terrible actually. yeah i think it would be great gumshoe <laughs> all right that so, gumshoe would be so pixelated yeah like the fake you guys know the game i'm talking about that game taught me like geography bitch mm-hmm. okay like i know everything now it was a fucking text adventure like that was the most fun educational game that exists shout out to anybody planet. that's played text adventures on their fucking 98 computer you know shout out to the 98 computer yeah <laughs> what a grand time she was what is it five clicks to get to solitaire <laughs> like all those you had to open that like ladder of menus the yeah. stairs of gray anyway so apple decided that they're going to pull a microsoft who went from windows 7 to uh windows 10 and apple is oh, doing windows doing or i mean apple's doing <laughs> iphone 8 and also iphone 10 at the same time everyone's making the same joke about like where's nine seven eight nine like, uh, that's what happened at nine. Uh, oh my god or there was like another i saw there's like a twitter moment and there's one tweet where it was like iphone 9 right now and it's the blinking guy <laughs> <laughs> So, anyway, iPhone 8 looks just like a couple more additions, you know, better processing, all that bullshit. I don't care. Obviously, the 10 is where the nuance begins. Um, She's $1,000, which it just, there's, it's cool, right? Okay, not the price. The price is not cool. (laughs) The iPhone itself is cool. There's a lot of interesting things which we'll get into, and it does look cool, but I just think like, $1,000 $1,000 for something that you are going to have to replace in two years? Ooh, no. Also, considering <laughs> that the phone carriers don't do that, like, you know, discounted rate. Like, you get you pay a monthly fee, but you're paying the entire price of the phone. Yeah. So, yeah. It I, used to be, like, $200. Wasn't that a time? That was... And I thought that was expensive. Time. Yeah. 
So now you're gonna have to be on a hella pay- payment plan. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how know. much that's gonna be. Like I, or are they really trying to have that last for longer than two years? But then there's all no, those they don't that want get it, the new phone. Which they don't I can't want it to do last that. longer than two years because they want you buying new phones. I just I, so next year will definitely be like the year where this is like the first launch of it. Next year when they hone into like all the new features, then it'll probably maybe be cheaper, but also like more refined. And that's when our contract is even up, so we can't. Even like, look yeah, at we're shit. not getting any new phone or anything, because... and it only comes in space gray and like silver. So, I'm waiting for the rose gold and that, yeah. Version which the iPhone 8, which is glass on both sides, which is interesting. Everyone's making the same joke about like how they all broke it already. Yeah, yeah. I've never shattered an iPhone, so I'm not as worried, but it makes me think like, so they have. The whole point of the glass, I'm assuming, is so that you can have the wireless charging thing where you just, like, put it down a little base and it just yeah. charges. So I want to know, with a case, how that works. I don't think it's going to because... Or is there going to be, like, a little hole in the back of your case? No, like, it has to have contact. And, like, they usually bring that shit up. Like, I know, like, when they're bring, announcing, like, Apple Watches and they, like, have their fucking bands and stuff. Like, I feel like they talked about how the band is going to, like... Yeah. let you do shit to it still so they purposely didn't talk about cases and they've talked about cases for phones before so i'm assuming that apple's gonna come out with their own cases but they didn't even mention that they mentioned all of the different um, i don't charging think, mats i don't think it's gonna be capable to like have a case on it for the Weird. wireless charging which well i'm really not doing sh- that <laughs> yeah and I, it sucks because i want uh the whole wireless charging thing that's nice glass on both sides and can't charge like no. Someone was like, glass on both sides and no iPhone jack. Like, Oh my amazing. god. So yeah, know. there was nothing really special else besides for the iPhone 8. Yeah. Like, that was really it. But They the, just added some camera features, which I'm always wet about the camera features. And but. like, the insides are better, too. Yeah. My uh, insides are better, too. <laughs> um, but then the 10, it's basically like the whole front of the screen has no buttons, so it's like a full display. But the thing is, like, they still have to have, like, a camera and shit at the top. So there's kind of like this little, like, black notch thing at the top, which everyone's dragging. And like, I didn't think it would be that bad until I saw the way it would look when you're playing a video in landscape mode, it is like in a way. So I, I think know. it's cool. Like when you're using your phone regularly and like you have like the battery and like the Wi-Fi signal and the, your bars for your cell service up there at the top. Like, I think that was cool. It's kind of more out of the way. So you have more screen space and stuff, but yeah, I'll like, have to just see how yeah. it goes. I do watch a lot of video on my phone though. Yeah, no, like, if they just, like, had the video kind of, like, stop at where that notch is, instead True. of filling up the entire screen, that would have fixed the problem. But then that defeats the purpose of the I mean, it's still screen. a big screen. But yeah, I it's a big you. screen. I'm mostly excited for the camera on that phone. Like, they're making that the, the front-facing camera, which, if you're an influencer, she's near and dear to your heart, bitch. Like, they're making that have all the cool uh, portrait mode uh features that like the back camera and i honestly never use the back camera unless i'm taking a photo like out and about of like a scene yeah like i never take photos of myself with the back camera because my arms are not long enough i just think of that gif of the people at the party and they have the the calculator (laughs) they're like what the fuck and they're taking a photo and it's a calculator (laughs) amazing that would be 
That would be me every time. I know. I can't do that. So there are camera features that I'm interested in. How do you feel about the facial recognition to be how you unlock your phone and goodbye to your thumbprint? So I'm wondering if, like, they were talking about, like, Touch ID. Like, this was speculation beforehand of, like, Touch ID, but just on the screen. So you just press your thumb onto the screen. Oh. So that, there was, like, patents and stuff that they found and everything. So I thought that was going to be a thing. They didn't talk about that. So I don't know if, like, Touch ID is just gone. Yeah. But, like, I, I apparently to them, it's less secure than your fucking face. But I would rather use Touch ID I than my like face. I personally regard my fingerprint as more unique than my face especially you i mean i can't tell you how many days out of a week that i get tweeted i just saw chris's doppelganger so you're gonna have a hundred thousand people unlocking your phone i get it there were like one in a million which yeah, like yeah, yeah. i need to know like how they found that statistic personally i just feel like <laughs> personally like, it's cool ideas. Like these are really. It's cool that that technology exists, but I could see it being abused. I don't, and trust, I don't know it if I trust it. I don't trust it in this fucking society because. But then again, I do pay rules. with my thumbprint, I know. which is pretty important. It's really bad too. I I thought it was weird. What's next? They're gonna. I have to deep throat my phone so that it can <laughs> check my dental records to unlock. Yeah. Right. I have to fucking catch you have me to, like, swallowing my phone at checkout to, to pay with Apple Pay. <laughs> you have to rip out a hair so it can analyze your DNA. Like, yeah, honestly, that's what would happen. But you, I don't want to be that person that's just like, oh, we're afraid of technology. But like, it's a real the fear. police Especially system is flawed, and I could totally see them like partnering, bitch. Especially with uh, freaking Agit Pie and control of the FCC and he's like trying to make it so like the internet companies can sell all of your goddamn data and everything. I and don't... we already had our conspiracy about Snapchat using our faces yeah. you know, the data mine or whatever the fuck. So I'm just worried about that but you talked you mentioned paying and it's really weird that like now you're gonna have to be like let me open Apple Pay, look at my phone, and then set it down on the little thing to pay. When you can just like right now, you just like use your you tap it and you press your thumbprint. I've to never it used Apple Pay at a store. I've just used it like on iTunes. Yeah, like you just tap it to the little thing and then you like press your thumbprint to like confirm. Oh. And it does it like a regular Touch ID, so it's not like you have to raise it and then put it back down and like try and get it to like see your fucking face. Just, I love Wally. It's just gonna be really weird. I am interested to see how it works in the dark. Like, is any light going to come on? Like, is it going to gently put the flash from your phone on your face? Or maybe, like, the screen's light will be enough to do it, I guess. I don't know. Oh, you know, it was interesting that they showed, like, how... You know, they tested it with, like, different masks of, like, real people's faces. So From, that, like, Hollywood makeup people that yeah, make masks. Yeah. So that you can't use, like, a photo of somebody to unlock a phone or a mask. Or if you're changing your hair, if your beard grows out and stuff, like, it shouldn't affect it. So I'm interested to see how well it all works and if that is all good, you know. Yeah. And but, uh, since they're I don't a, know. Since they're scanning your face, they also made a new thing called oh Animojis. <laughs> which Easily the best part of all well, <laughs> We're here for like the fucking the, the colors and the Animojis. It was like, a very pop cap moment. Yeah, you know what I mean? Really. Like, What's his face making clucking noises on stage was a very like what was it? Yarny that came out? <laughs> I can't oh remember my which God. game it was. Either way, so now with the facial recognition software you can send like you know when you send like voice messages on your phone? Now it's like you could choose an emoji. So say I choose like the dog emoji. It moves its mouth with the way that you're moving your face and shit. 
And it just looks creepy. And it <laughs> like, sounds like this little scary. animated video of this emoji talking to you. So The I, furries are gonna go wild for this shit. The furries are soaked. I mean, the fox was one of the first ones that's gonna be released. So yeah, the, he like claimed it and I was like, I see, I see. But he's a furry. <laughs> yeah, confirmed. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't wait to fucking mess with that. Like, all of the features that they added to iMessage, like, a year ago or whatever, where now you can, like, write, and you can tap your thumb, and it gives you, like, a kiss print and all that bullshit. Like, me and Chris just, like, make fun of each other with those features all the time. I never use it anywhere else. Like... It's just you and Ashley and Bree, and we just send each other penises. It's so ingrained. Like, Why are that we like one, this? That one screen where it's, like, a black box and then you do the kiss or like the yeah. other things or i'll in take there. a photo of you from across the room and then i'll draw a dick on your face and then i'll yeah. send it to you it's just weird to use those things sometimes <laughs> like but i do use like the i the, know i'll be using this emoji bullshit when you can like <laughs> send an emoji loudly and it like fucking slams in the screen like i use that oh uh, when stuff, chris like, says something really like lame over text and i just haha it and like it's <laughs> passive aggressive as fuck like has anybody ever used the haha part of iMessage. The reaction yeah, thing. Yeah, without it being passive-aggressive. Like, there's no, no way to use it. You're not genuinely laughing. I've absolutely done that. I can't wait to make the crying emoji, like, even more vivid. I or the moon emoji. Yo, they have to do the moon for that, like, If they don't do thing. the moon, or the, I already said, the eggplant, what facial expressions can she hold? Yo. That's real. <laughs> that's a really important question. Now we can make our own emoji movie. Ah, someone's <laughs> gonna create the emoji movie with the animoji feature function. Oh my god. Look, there's a lot happening. Other than that, it was just talking a lot about how Apple's taking over the world and they're like building new stores that are fucking like launch pads or some bullshit like that. I don't know what the fuck they're called. It's not gonna make me go to a mall, I can tell you that right now. <laughs> no, definitely not. Oh, and there was something that I thought of and I was like, oh, that's cool, but then also germs, and it's, they'll have charging mats and stuff, like in airports, where you just like can lay your phone down. Or like different restaurants, which I could totally see Starbucks doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like good airports, not like fucking Newark. <laughs> I can see SeaTag doing it, you know? Yeah, but like then I think like you're laying, I mean, phones are already covered in just a lot of things, yeah. but just laying it in like an airport communal charging pad, like, I don't know, man, just sounds yeah. dirty. Just make sure you bring a little little Ziploc. But especially if you can't have a case on it, then I think that's really... Just bring yourself a nice little uh, moist towelette. <laughs> yes, moist towelettes. I love those. <laughs> With some rubbing alcohol and just go to town. Oh my god. So, I, I don't know if there's really anything else to talk about with them. I mean, we're not getting a phone this year, so it wasn't that exciting for us, but... I'm just more excited for whatever the fuck comes out in the iOS update, which I already forget, but that's I coming forget, out... Yeah. It's coming out on Friday. I is think. it really Friday? No, I know. I think the phone is Friday. iOS is next week. Okay. I'm all kind of mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> I know. This week, we have a lot going on, so I'm just, like, all over the place. Right now, I'm, like, in just, like... Not panic mode, but, like... Yes, panic mode. <laughs> panic mode, yes, because I'm just trying to get, like, all this shit done before my mom comes in on Saturday. Oh, my God. When the Apple Watch was, like, we can now just detect when you have an elevated heart rate, but you're not, like, physically moving. And I was like, okay. So all the my anxiety panic. people out there are like... Like, it's literally just going to be... Imagine me with an Apple Watch and it vibrating and being like, you're having a panic attack right now, bitch. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm disassociating, watching the Fosters again. What else is new? It would be cool if it could, like, 
detect that and then like maybe open up like a calming app Ooh, like one of those meditation breathe-in headspace or something like that well i think they do have like the guided breathing meditation bullshit built into health or something like yeah that. i don't have an apple watch but i like every time i want one i'm like yes but then i just i don't know i, I can't i can't it's commit to having something on my like, wrist all the time <laughs> I'm still not like, I like totally. These bare. Yeah, I'm not into the aesthetics of it. I know if they came out with a round face, then I would get it. And I and th- I get that they have like a look on purpose, and there are very beautiful bands for it. But I just, I if I'm gonna wear it, it needs to be round. It's wild <laughs> that like they're me. gonna have. Uh, <laughs> they're gonna have wireless now in it, like. Uh, to access to cellular towers oh yeah so you can make all your phone calls right on your so, fucking wrist you know if you don't like having a camera and you don't think you need a big phone you could literally just own an apple watch and have that be your phone yeah i think it's nice for like when you are out and about and you don't really need to have your whole phone with you and you're always that person that loses your phone having it strapped onto your wrist could be useful how much do you think they're charging pads are going to cost like Expensive. the wireless chargers and also that's not going to come with the phone it's going to be a regular fucking like lightning cable charger there's i don't even have an apple watch but there's an apple watch charger that i've had my eye on oh my god <laughs> it's literally that's like, why you want it for the fucking charger i know because it's so pretty it would sit on my night table it's this big block of marble and then it has like a gold like little peg Cylinder, that you hang yeah. your watch on and it charges it somehow i don't know and that's Technology. like 100 bucks so like you know how much is the Apple Watch? I have it's no idea. The the most expensive one was like four hundred. I mean, if you're getting a phone with it now, maybe it's worth it. But I don't know. That was. It I also for the spend phone. that for the camera as well for the phone. It was like three thirty for the one without the like uh, cellular. In it. Now the thing that I don't care that they brought up is like how you can have what is it like forty? It's like forty million songs on your wrist is like their thing. Yeah. But like I one I want to hear the speaker on it and two I don't know. I don't I'm not know gonna be like running around no, Seattle. I don't think it's. I don't think it has a speaker to it. I think it's oh, just, just goes like with your ear pod bullshit. Yeah, or whatever the fuck you have. What yeah. is it? They didn't even talk about the ear pod. Everybody was saying AirPod. they're gonna do like a second round of those, but they didn't. Yeah, I don't know. Has anybody used them? The only time I've ever seen them out and about was when you saw them, like someone had lost them in the yeah. lobby <laughs> of our building. They were just on the floor. I've seen a couple people at work wearing them. Well, you work at Amazon. That just like is the place for that kind of bullshit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I fucking get you. <laughs> Look, Squeezy has a pair, and you know he really likes them. Oh yeah, he's got. Squeezy would have a pair. He would absolutely have a pair. He, he would probably already pre-ordered the iPhone 10. Like, doesn't Squeezy look like he would have an iPhone 10? He's the one that goes for the new phone every year. Yeah, he is that bitch. So if you have an extra two thousand dollars to spare, you can get a new uh, TV thing and a phone and an Apple Watch. No, a little bit more than two thousand, probably. Yeah. I, well, you know. What's that's that? the way the cookie. Crumbles. That's pocket change. Yeah. All right. So we have a quiz that was sent to us that is very relevant to this show and also our interests and it's basically finding out which coffee chain we are yeah we talk about chains we talk about coffee we talk about coffee chains it's perfect (laughs) (laughs) just right on brand so i'm clicking on this right now i love to uh live speak what i'm doing with my phone so it's loading (laughs) i'm just kidding all right so this is from our lord and savior buzzfeed 
And this is this quiz will officially determine which coffee house chain you are. Are you Starbucks, Tim Hortons, Duncan? Three question marks. Got very hysterical at the end there. Uh, what do you do first when you wake up? Take a shower, scroll through social media, make coffee, watch morning TV, practice yoga, eat breakfast. Um, I'm going to say make coffee. Yeah. I'm gonna... It's like technically scroll through social media, but sometimes I don't. Most of the time, I just, like, hit coffee, and then I scroll while it's brewing, you know? Did you ever watch TV in the morning when you woke up? Like, yes, I watched Hammy Time. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, Live-action like, like, hamsters. <laughs> like, besides being, like, a little kid, like, I never, like, watched... Oh, before watched, school? No, yeah, bitch, I, never, I had like, to put on 18 layers of makeup. Yeah, I, like, never watched, like, the news or anything like that. And then, oh, I did watch that, though. Good Morning uh, America. Yeah, I never, like, got into any of those things. I never watched Good Morning America. I never America. got into Good Morning America. Yeah. Once I got to season four, it got a little too much. Yeah. Oh, God, I can't keep up. How do you take your coffee? Black like my soul. Milk and sugar. Just milk. Cream and sugar. Just cream. Just sugar. Oh my god. Uh, just cream. Please fucking calm down. I know. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot happening. Uh, it's gonna be just cream. I'm gonna try and pick different things, but... Uh, it's We do have similar um, vibes when it comes to coffee, as we Which specialty coffee drink would you like? Americano, cappuccino, macchiato, cortado, mocha, or just drip coffee for me. A plain black coffee. Yeah, nothing <laughs> fancy. What's a grind? <laughs> um, they don't have of, lots of in here. Out of all these, like, I would love a drip coffee, but if I'm going for specialty, like they just said fucking specialty, I'm going for yeah. cappuccino. I'm going to go for a macchiato. Choose a pastry to pair with your drink. And they don't have descriptions here. Why <laughs> so, the fuck not? Cinnamon bun, looks like a muffin, coffee cake, a donut, a scone, or a croissant. Oh, Hey, man. I could have dropped my croissant. <laughs> um, wow. This There's is a lot of options, and this is the most difficult question of all of them. I had the best fucking cinnamon bun the other day. Where? It was at when we went um, into... Oh, the vegans fucking... Yeah. Yeah, into Fremont, and they had this vegan cinnamon bun. And was it, it Flying Apron? Is that what it's yeah, called? Yeah, Flying Apron, and they have vegan cream cheese spread, and it was oh. so good. It's probably filled with sugar, but damn, it was delicious. I don't know what they did to that, but it was the best cream cheese frosting I've ever had, and it's yes. not even real cream cheese. All I'm right. going to go with the donut. I... Oh, this is difficult, because like I love a nice moist muffin, I love a buttery-ass croissant, but a scone, like, I know she's dry, but there's just something about eating a blueberry scone or a raspberry scone. No, you scone. should pick scone because that's your favorite. And I'm dry. Yeah. <laughs> Which mug speaks to you? Uh, you got <laughs> one that says, but first coffee. I'm screaming. Uh, one that's shaped like a donut. That's kind of cute. It has, like, a hole in the middle and everything. One with a corgi on it. Uh, I don't work here. Case. Uh, Como se llama? I am upset. Or just a plain black mug. Um, I'm going to go for just the plain black mug. It's also from West Elm. Oh my god. I bet it's like 60 bucks. Shit. I'm going to go for the Corgi. Um, which highly caffeinated city would you like to live in? Seattle. Wow. San Francisco. Toronto. New York. Boston. Or London. I'm going to pick Seattle. I love it. I'm not leaving. Yeah, same. Um, what do you like to do at a coffee house? What constitutes a coffee shop versus a coffee house? Does coffee house have a book selection? A coffee house is... A bathroom key that garden. has a spoon on the end and it's really extra and it makes you feel embarrassed? Yes. Don't you get upset when you have to use a bathroom and it gives you like a really like ornate key that you mm -hmm. feel very... 
yeah. then like you maybe sometimes lock it in the bathroom you have to be like i locked your key in the bathroom oh i never i never put myself in that stressful situation okay so it's a chill with friends journal surf the interwebs with a z with all that sweet sweet wi-fi who wrote this go on a date read just grab my coffee and go um, I'm a usual just grab my coffee and go. But if I'm trying to go there and I want to do something, I would read. Yeah. Uh, I'll pick read. Finally, which fictional coffee spot would you be a regular at? Fuck. Central Perk, Cafe Nerosa, which I think that's the so Fraser. Like, yeah, it's Fraser. Um, Rear Window Brew, don't know her. Luke's Diner, Monk's Cafe. Monks Cafe. Monks Cafe. Monks. Or the digital <laughs> oh, bean. The digital bean. Oh, fuck. Okay, well, obviously fuck. Luke's Diner. Sorry. Yeah, obviously Luke's Diner. Are you kidding me? We both got Mick Cafe. I am hurt, but also I understand. Listen, Mick Cafe is actually decent coffee. I know. We've had it on the show before, and Your it's friends good. would most likely describe you as loyal or reliable. You're always there in a pinch. You come to the rescue when they get too drunk and are there when they need to have a heart-to-heart with someone over burgers and fries. Everyone knows they can count on you. I hope. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily <laughs> describe myself as that. But, uh, you I know. I just got a giant clump of the spice in my uh pumpkin, pumpkin spice and it it's wow doing things in my throat <laughs> i couldn't find my coffee and then i found it <laughs> it was right in front of you <laughs> yeah that seems to happen often so speaking of this week we've got a lot of things going on and yes. so to make ourselves feel better about how anxious we were because like low-key we're both anxious for chris's mom to visit because it's the first parent visiting us and it's it's just been a while and also my grandmother's coming too and i haven't seen her in even longer than my mom yeah yeah so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting yeah yeah and we're i would say mostly nervous about food yeah just because we eat vegan and, you know. My family's from, like, the heart of Pennsylvania farmland, where it's literally that picture of the pennies with milk in a mason jar. <laughs> like, literally, that is where I'm from. <laughs> We're talking horse and buggy parking lots. Okay. Yeah, so it's going to be really interesting to be like, hey, let's go to this all-vegan diner, try this vegan cheese. Like, I know. Well, they said that they wanted to try new things while they were here, so we're excited so to So we're going to fucking take them to some new things. Not everything is going to be super wild, but you know. Yeah, no sushi happening, because that was the one restriction. Yeah, no, no raw fish, and I was like, well, okay. That's that's fine. <laughs> that's fine with us. Um, But then on Friday, like, randomly, Chris got an email from Ticketmaster about Fleet Fox tickets. Which Ticketmaster, absolute... Horrible garbage. I fucking hate using that I website. I hate Ticketmaster with a passion. And like, I knew that Flea Foxes were coming this weekend, but I was like, well, there's no way we're going to be able to go. We tried to busy. get tickets when they first announced it and that it was going on sale because you had a friend that had just went and saw them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they said it was amazing. And I wouldn't doubt anything from Flea Foxes. Their music is really good. And their new album I is actually really, really like their new awesome. album. It sounds so if they only play their new shit, I won't be upset. So Yeah, so like, I we tried to get tickets, but of course, Ticketmaster sells out instantly because there's fucking bots galore on that goddamn website i'm so sad that uh cursed child is on Ticketmaster. of course it is the cursed child is actually Ticketmaster. <laughs> it's good cursed website um but basically we got tickets so we're going friday and i'm excited so it's something like more of a chill thing that we can look forward to this week 
Yeah. Not that we're not looking forward to. We're just we're just stressed. It's, it's stressful. Just, yeah, it's nerve wracking. I gotta clean bit. my bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically all. Thankfully, I'm doing. though, I will have next week off of work, which is yeah. which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's been busy. Yeah. And honestly, I'm a mess. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> we like didn't know what to talk about in this episode because honestly, we just have been had like. I would say not necessarily stressful the last couple of weeks, but like we just have been not doing great just because like we were, you know, nervously anticipating the family visit. Nervously and anticipating this. We've also been busy and so like it's just like not with like fun shit to talk about. So like just like regular life shit. So yeah. it's been an interesting couple of weeks. Um, <laughs> I can't stop myself. Please get out of here. I will. Um, but I've had a lot of people asking me for like an update on my situation with which one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How long do you have? How long is the show? Um, in regards to uh, my family. My family. Um, so uh, we're gonna do that today. Oh man. <laughs> that's what we're gonna talk. That's what we're gonna leave you guys with until we come back to us. We're not having an episode next week, so this what this is what we're gonna leave you guys with. Oh, uh, next week's episode, like the the week after the next time we upload, it'll be yes. fun. Um, but anyway, so let's let's give a little uh, background here. If you haven't been listening to this podcast for a million years, then you might not know that uh, I'm like the estranged weed gay cousin <laughs> of my family. The black sheep or whatever. The, yeah. You know. And uh, honestly, it's, you know, it's it's interesting. It's a journey, you know? And, uh, <sighs> oh, God. I don't even know where to begin with this. But basically, there weren't that many updates lately. You know, we just haven't talked in forever. And, you know, it all stemmed after I came out as bi. We all know this. But, yes. uh... Although nobody wants to admit that, but it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now it's... Oh, God. Don't even get me started. Um, and, you know, they were abusive. So, it's just... It's a, it's a mixed bag. It's a hodgepodge. <laughs> it's a hodgepodge. So, I don't know. I've been... I've been into this weird space lately with therapy and everything because I'm kind of past, like, the initial shock of being disowned. And then also, like the anger phase because like right after it was just like wow i can't believe well i could believe it but it's just like wow it was heavy to believe that they would cut me off after finding out i was bi and it took me like 20 fucking years to even be okay calling myself bi so it was a lot and then i was just pissed you know because i was just like they're homophobic trump supporting implorables or whatever deplorable yeah (laughs) they imploded (laughs) and i was like fuck them like whatever bitch like it's fine you know you're just sipping your milk you're missing out pennies on this, like, yeah. and you're just eating my ass like so i don't know i was feeling a little bit more like i don't know spicy spicy pumpkin spicy and i would say in the last like little bit we've moved on to the that's next a phase good unit of time <laughs> I, see that's the thing with depression you don't know <laughs> like how long has it been a little bit a little while what that's day of the usually. week is it what time is it when is my last beverage entered a body <laughs> that is mine um now i've moved on from the anger phase though there's still a decent amount of anger there of course because i feel like they still well, we won't get into that but uh now we're on the uh the grieving the grieving portion of this train of life journey and uh it's hard it really is and i didn't you know like i've made a lot of improvements in therapy in regards to the way that i handle like my 
anxiety in regards to my PTSD, managing my PTSD triggers. I, you know, get a lot more work done. I'm a lot more social. I, my depression has definitely lifted a lot. Like it's still there, but I'm not actively wanting or trying to die, you know? And like, there's been a lot of things that have improved. And so sometimes you're like, okay, so obviously it's like all working, cool. Like, when am I gonna be like, able to be just like completely done with all this bullshit, completely done being upset and triggered every 10 minutes over something else. And then, you know, when am I going to be able to like stop being in therapy and all this stuff? And like, you think like everything's going great because you're in the like angry phase where the anger is almost making you so motivated and like almost a little manic. There was a point there over the summer where I was definitely feeling like I had been at the top of my mental health like in a while. I was like so productive, so just bubbly and energized and like I don't know, you were there. Yeah. <laughs> I was there I mean, too, but I you were was there. there. Yeah. And I was just I don't know. And now I've kind of hit like a plateau of that and now I'm on like the whatever the opposite of a plateau is, you know, when she's going uh, down. Downhill. Bitch. Yeah. I wouldn't say a downhill, but like I would say a downhill. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, fuck. Maybe not as bad as it's been before, but that's the thing about dealing with mental health stuff. It's just like, you might think you're getting somewhere really good. Just never, like, totally bank on that because then something happens or nothing even happens and you just take a dive. And that's just the cycle. And, like, the most important thing that I can say, having lived this experience now for so many years, is that even when you do take that dip, you can't beat yourself up too much because it's just the cycle. It's just temporary. All of your feelings are temporary. All of your situations are temporary. So you will get that spike again. But it's just, frankly, a pain in the ass. (laughs) You know, it really is. And, you know, the goal is to have more... upward spikes you know as you go on Uh, so i don't know maybe it's my craps right now really just like easing me in (laughs) to more of a downward i'm just getting spikes in your cramps honestly right now my uterus is spiky as fuck like calm down bitch um so i don't know it's just it's hard sometimes because like there's obviously things i miss about having a family and like when you are abused you really clutch to things that were good because when you you know if you had like an upbringing like mine there weren't that many happy moments or like peaceful moments honestly it's the peaceful moments that i remember like me experiencing any semblance of peace as a young child or like as a young rube yeah as a young bean make me so emotional because oh man does she hold on to those and that's why a lot of my habits that give me a lot of peace are like the same from when I was a kid because I just really learned that was like a tactic and it was like something to hold on to because there weren't always those moments and like I don't know so it's hard for me sometimes now to like view my family as like always villains because like I know that's how you view them and it's honestly how the world would view them if they knew everything that went on yeah but you when you're in when you're the person that was abused it's like it's so muddled especially when there is that power dynamic where it is your parents yeah so like you're meant to think that they're you know trying to keep you safe and looking out for you and like even if they are insulting you maybe they do mean to protect you in some way or whatever so you buy it and it's a mess (laughs) i'll tell you it's hard to disassociate those from each other 
like when you're in the situation it's it's always going to be easier for somebody in the outside of the situation to just be like they're clearly horrible yeah they did all of this shit to you and yes i hate them so much for everything that they have caused you and all the pain that they caused you and like i can understand where you come from when you say that you have these happy memories that you have these like peaceful times and that you have good experiences i don't expect that every waking moment of your existence while you were in that household was a terrible experience i know there's gonna be good times and it's natural to hold on to those especially when they were fewer and far between it's like just the for me i have to grieve and this is what i talk about in therapy all the time i have to grieve the fantasy of the family that i always expected or felt robbed of or neglected of or whatever yeah, I get you. and so that's kind of difficult because like when you know when i see like chris's family visiting for example like honestly yeah it's been three years since we lived here so it's about fucking time and like maybe i would have even felt more weird about it if they had been visiting like normal families where it's yeah, like every yeah, yeah, year yeah. it's it's a weird situation anyway but like it's just i just feel so we we think about it and this is going to sound really fucked up so this is why we wanted to talk about it because like we have a lot of feelings about a lot of things there's a lot of feelings and we talk about them a lot so, so like while my family was abusive and horrible and very stressful to be around they also got to know us very well which was also part of the abuse but they yeah it's a, a <laughs> it's a whole tactic it's all really weirdly connected yeah like, yeah but like for example chris's family doesn't know shit about me <laughs> like and like we've been dating for seven years and my family knew like all the inner workings of chris down to like his favorite foods like i would, I would, would come over and there would already be my favorite starbucks drink already there and like all my favorite cereal. cereal yeah yeah and it's like that's because and it's just, it, that sounds stupid but it it's stupid. it's little things like that like that's just like a small physical example of something like but they also knew like all of the things that were going on in your life like all the drama you were dealing with with school and the people that you knew or whatever it's just like jobs they, and work they got to know you really yeah. well now they also use that as a vehicle to abuse you so like that was <laughs> yeah, not inf the best. information is a weapon <laughs> yeah that's true that's exactly how it went but it's just like sometimes i think about it and in my fantasy it's like in an ideal world where i came out and everything was cool and they never were abusive and they were only their best parts if they visited seattle we would not be as anxious we would be like really like wow this is gonna be fun because we would know how to entertain them we would know how like they would they would be fun yeah. and it sounds so weird and that's where it I sounds to weird to say it. but like that like in the time that i knew them there were like some things that were nice like that like yeah. you know the way they treated me which i know was like a ruse in oh. itself but like <laughs> yeah god and then the, they used they used the treatment of you well as a way to also hurt me because they would be like they would treat chris really well and then they would like get me alone and they'd be like if you ever ruin your relationship with chris we will never speak to you again like they would like try to like I don't know, like, instill fear in me over, like, the smallest things. Yeah. And including Chris. Not that he's a small place, thing, but, like, things where it's, like... doubt in your mind that, like, it's a possibility that you could Yeah, lose. that I would lose him and that it would be all my fault and that, that it would also be, like, disgusting and fucked yeah. up. Like, of me. 
<laughs> Joke's on you all. We're all fucking here. I know. <laughs> now they hate you because of that one voicemail you left there. Oh, God. Harboring that for seven years. Oh, yeah, honey. You'll never hear the end of that. I'll never hear the end of that. But, I don't know. Like, as far as, like, recent developments, I found out, like, the problem that I have still is, like, sometimes I will call my dad. And it's it's just a weird situation. It's because the... the it's, <sighs> it's not something that, like... You know, obviously, somebody in my situation, it's not something you'd be like, well, just don't call them. Like, I can't say. Oh, here. girl, I blocked myself, and, I, and then I still, I'll just, like, unblock. Like, you, it's almost not healthy to be like that. You have to sometimes, like, in the process of grieving and moving past this, like, go through those motions, whether it is, like, you calling in every once in a while. While I personally think that it's probably going to cause you more harm. Oh, hell yeah, honey. But... I know it, too. Like, sometimes I do... I self-sabotage, which I talk about all the time in therapy. like, putting... Like, trying to be restrictive in any way. Like, you know, like, take... Putting a password... I don't know how you could do it, but, like... I, I Putting know. a password protection on a fucking phone number to, like... That you can't call or something. I don't know how that works. I don't think and you can do I don't that. think that's something that can happen. But. And, like, I don't know. So I already feel enough shame doing it. Like, usually when I do it, and I usually tell you anyway after I've called one of them, but I automatically delete whatever text or phone call I've made. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, it's, like, a shameful thing because I know I'm just, like, feeding into it. And, like, I will do it when I'm in the best moment. Like, when we moved into our new apartment, I, like, felt this, like, urge to, like, tell them so they could know that i was like doing well and that they could know that like like when i started the etsy shop or like just anything where i'm doing really well like i want to tell them because like you have this like innate yearn to tell your family like things that you're proud of like duh and you expect like some you know gratification yeah something like and I also do that because, I don't know, apparently, like, it's just part of my cycle now where it's, like, I do that on purpose because I expect them to destroy the things that I am excited about. Yeah. And so, like, I'm honestly, like, calling them, waiting for that, like, response so that I can do that just because so that's what I'm used to. So I have to norm, break that yeah. cycle. Yeah. I'm trying to break that, basically. But I did it the other day. And I talked to my dad. He's the only one that answers now. And it's, like, a really weird situation, like... It's just, it's fucked up because, like, I haven't talked to my sister in three years, right? And we never got along, and part of the abuse was, like, putting me and my sister, like, butting heads on purpose. Like, my family would like to antagonize us so that we would fight. And that's a, that's, like, a big abuse tactic is to keep the siblings from getting along because then they can gang up on the parents. And that's why our relationship is shit. And, like, Maybe it would still be shit regardless of that, but that's definitely, like, a main catalyst. And so I haven't talked to her in three years because when I came out, she was the most... Vocally... Homophobic. Yeah. (laughs) Like, just not... And she's always been extremely homophobic, which which is why I didn't want to come out to her. And she was the last one that I came out to, and I was just not into it. And she said some really disgusting shit to me, and I have not spoken to her since then. And it's like my family has this like deluded sense of like i need to make amends with her and i need to like fix our relationship because the relationship is your fault that it's broken well yeah because i'm the scapegoat so it's fine you know so like i'm used to feeling all this guilt and shame and blame because that's how i was raised i was like that kid that was just like getting all that all the time and so like i had that's why i like harbor that in my personal like outside of them and it's like it's something that's been really 
dogging on my confidence and that's something that i'm working on i feel like i'm getting somewhere with you know? you're definitely making progress but like it just comes back every once in a while because like i'll get on the phone with my dad and it's like i don't want to be argumentative because i know it gets nowhere with them because then it becomes a screaming match and then it's just nothing happens and the they past never couple of times you've been very calm. cordial yeah and i think honestly that's mostly from therapy like, and thank like God. you have been like whenever you get on these phone calls you've been good at you know, not just being tame and, like, going along with their flow of the conversation. Like, you bring up the things that yeah. you want to talk about, but not in a, like, in argumentative a way. Yeah, combative way. Because, like, I wanted, like, at the end of the day, all right, it's just, it's, it's all fucked and, like, you can judge, but whatever. It's just, like, this is the situation. Like, he was the physically abusive one in the family, but he was also the one that wasn't as emotionally abusive. And for some reason, I still miss a lot of qualities in him, and I, I miss talking to him. So I will call, and I know he's the only one that answers. And sorry if I get emotional talking about this. I am also on my period, so this is probably, like, the worst this time talking about really this. really interesting time. But it's just, like we'll talk about nice things like we were talking about the eclipse and it just made me feel so like oh wow like this is this is the stuff i miss and then we did you know at the very end of the phone calls like all right well is mom home you know can i talk to her i can't tell you the last time i talked to my mother who i still harbor a lot of animosity towards because of all of this situation because she was the main you know contributor to the abuse and so i don't even know why i want to talk to her but i think i just want her to like hear me for once that's the main thing and you know he's just like i'll ask her and so he asks her to get on the phone she of course says no and he then he tells me he's like because he doesn't answer the phone all the time when i call it's like very weird specific times and i know it's because he doesn't answer the phone around her because i know she doesn't approve of him talking to me um she's trying to keep everyone away from me which is like that's her thing that she does mo <laughs> that's the thing so you know he tells me he's like yeah i don't really try to talk to you around her and she just found out that i was on the phone with you and now she's not going to be talking to me and like here i am being like the fucking like wet blanket fucking submissive piece of shit that i am and i'm just like you know if you want me to like stop calling like i can do that because like i don't want to like cause fights with you guys <laughs> i'm like why am i doing this like why do i automatically try to make everybody feel good because I'm just, like, trying to, you know, ease tension everywhere I go, even when it's not deserved. Like, I think that's fucked. <laughs> like, they should be, they should, they don't even know where I live. Like, they should be aware of how I am. They should be concerned for my health and well-being. It makes me feel useless and worthless. So, you know, he's like, you can still call. Just, like, know that I'm not going to always answer when she's around. I'm like, okay, so that changes literally nothing. So that's good. And then at that point, I'm like, is there a reason why she's not talking to me now? Is it still just because I haven't come out? And now he's now it's like, it's on me. It's my duty because I haven't talked to my sister in three years. And I'm like, the last thing she called me was an attention-seeking whore. How on earth is it my responsibility to kiss her ass? <laughs> like, I just need to know. I need someone with, like, a sense of, like, not being completely illogical and delusion to... <laughs> tell them yo <laughs> that doesn't make any sense you could have every person on this fucking planet tell them that and they still would be like nah nah no like, you dated that one guy who dated men after you like just like there's literally everything they'll just be like that one time that you spilled pizza <laughs> i don't know spilling pizza no, no, no. i just it's a mess. It's the most frustrating situation ever because they don't, they're very, what my therapist says is that they're in, you know, denial. Perpetually in a state of denial. Psych psychologically denial. Whatever. 
either way it's a mess and it's very frustrating because like i'm learning so much about my upbringing through therapy and i'm i'm making a lot of connections and i'm understanding myself so much and i just wish everybody was able to take the time to become this self-aware because like i understand that there are so many mistakes that i've made there i understand that i am a definite flawed human being like everyone out there but i know what i've done i know why i've done it i know all of my motives i know my triggers and i know how to fucking keep going and change myself and evolve and become a better person and i wish everybody could fucking do that and i don't think you even need to have a mental health disorder to be not lazy and not change ever because that's the problem with my family like they've they've always stayed exactly the same they've never tried to evolve learn or grow and that's the one thing that i did i don't know how i ever had like a thirst for like knowledge education having goals like i don't know where that came from because i was held back in like every aspect so like i'm wondering if that's almost a product well, of yeah. the abuse is that you were craving what you were not having which is like the education and the growth and yeah. the escapes into your books and these different worlds and they tried like they tried to like not let me go to college and all this shit and it was like the only reason i i really do to this day believe that the only reason why they let me go to college was because it like socially looked good you know what I mean? Like, it looked normal, I put in yeah, quotes. Because yeah. the whole point was, like, they had a mask on, and they had to have everybody thinking that all this dark shit wasn't going on at home. You know, that's the whole point. So, I don't know. It's just a weird situation. So, I'm like, I, I say to myself, I'm like, okay, this is the last straw. Like, I'm not going to fucking talk to them again. They're delusion. They're never going to hear me. You know, if they honestly think that I need to come back and apologize for being fucking bisexual and all this other bullshit, then they're not... Get, they're obviously never going to get that like and i'm never going to get acknowledgement for the abuse that i endured so where does that leave me yeah, bitch? it's at an impasse now who like. knows i don't know i i in my brain i'm like i don't want to call them i don't want to talk to them for a really long time now and the only reason why i crawl back besides like the whole self-sabotaging bullshit is also because like it's like i i also have this big deep paranoia that they're gonna keep another death in the family from me like they did with my zeta and then i'm not gonna know when something really important happens and then i'm gonna get robbed the chance of grieving or whatever i need and just like also i don't know it's just a mess these sirens are definitely <laughs> adding a layer of tension to my mood oh <laughs> i don't know man i just feel like it's just fucked overall and i I wish I could be one of those people, like, I read a lot of subreddits about this, and that's how I've tried to cope, because I don't know any other friends of mine that have dealt with this, which, honestly, thank God, because it's yeah. not fun, but... You don't want other people to be going through this, but... And I know I've gotten emails from you guys, and a lot of you guys still live at home, because, like, it's it's very difficult to get out of there, like, it is so hard, and I literally wouldn't have been able to do it without YouTube and Chris, so thank God for both of those two things. And I know I drag YouTube all the time, but let's be fucking honest, it fucking helped me get out of an abusive home, so it fucking happened. Yeah. But, like, I wish I could be one of those people that can go no contact, and I don't know how to do it, and I'm just, I guess I'm just, like, not ready yet or whatever, but I try. I, I have... I mean, I've had no problem not contacting my sister in three years. But I think that one at some point you, she'll get there. you'll get there. You're just not there yet. And I think about it in like the larger picture in that you have been uh, in this current situation for like two and a half to three years. It'll be and three years since I came out in January. Yeah. So that. Which like, woo woo. 
Yeah, that's fucking wild. But I've never been like, more con- and that's the thing too. Like now, my a- sexuality is like I don't ever feel insecure or shameful or weird about it at all until I talk to them. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like I was on the phone with him and we were talking about movies that we had seen recently and he mentioned Mila Kunis and it took me all of my fucking strength to not drop my typical reaction of Mila Kunis's name. Like I, <laughs> like I always just get so gay at that point. And so I was like, and then I felt weird about it. I was like, wow, I just edited myself. I haven't done that in fucking years. Mm-hmm. And also I wonder if he heard that or if every time we talk about women, he's going to feel weird. Like I, the fact that I'm having these thoughts, I'm like, in 2017 in front of my salad what <laughs> no i know i need to go no, no contact i know everybody that's listening like that hasn't been in the situation would do that it sounds a lot easier than it is it's hard it's hard because then there's like the the guilt that like if something does happen even though they don't care about my well-being i could fucking be in a ditch tomorrow and they wouldn't know <laughs> like they literally yeah. don't even know where i live which is very not good for the mental health i must say but that I know that I would feel guilt somehow if like something happened over there and then it was because I had them blocked that I didn't find out and they would definitely use it as a vehicle to abuse me further. So it's just, it's a mess. I don't know if anybody has been through this and is older than me and wiser, please hit a bitch up. Yeah, definitely. I think that, you know, like I was going to say, it's only going to be like two and a half to three years it's and fresh that that's still not that much time you've made a lot of progress in that time but and like think about to, how many years i was there yeah so it's exactly. like you were there like i when i think about like you know us only being in seattle for a little over three years like a lot so has weird. happened in that time but in the grand picture of like our lives it's a small chunk of it and yeah. i think that you got lots more time and that you will eventually get to that point where you're no contact i just want to get to a point where i'm no contact and i don't jump every time i see someone that looks remotely like them or i hear a loud noise or i smell cigarettes because <laughs> cigarettes are everywhere and it's really hard yeah <laughs> it's really difficult oh man but i don't know i i like getting candid about this shit because like it does feel kind of weird sometimes to talk about like the inner workings because I always get fear in my heart that they're going to hear it and then they're going to do something worse. But I'm like, at this point I'm so far away and they can't do any physical harm to me and, you know, financially and all that, like we're all cut, we're all separate. So, you know, I don't know. It's, it's still scary though, but I like to be candid about it because it took me a really long time to even like admit so many of this so many of so this. many of this <laughs> like just so many things like my sexuality i couldn't even like call it abuse because even though i threatened to call the cops and i would tell like teachers and parents and like neighbors like just they made it seem like i couldn't even say those words because yeah. obviously you were you know in danger and now it's like i still like sometimes i like choke on the word because i'm just like it still feels so weird to say it but I'm just living my truth and I'm telling my story. And if you're in a situation like that, you know, I really urge you to talk to an adult, especially if you're younger. Cause I started talking to teachers about this shit, like, you know, when I was like in middle school. And so I would recommend talking to a teacher. And if you're a little bit older, you know, if you can't afford to see a therapist, hell yeah. There's also support groups. There's also online support groups, finding other like people on the internet that have dealt with your situation. Cause I've made friends through having 
you know, I said that I don't have any friends like here in Seattle, but like I do have a lot of internet friends that we talk about similar situations like this. And it's very helpful to have someone on your side that has also been in your shoes. Yeah, it's definitely helpful to like, you know, I know that like I can, you can talk to me about things and it can be helpful, but it's also a lot more helpful okay. for somebody that's been in the situation. And I totally get that. I'm yeah. not like docking myself or anything like that. But, but like, at the end of the day, it was incredibly helpful while it was sad that you witnessed the physical abuse it was the most validating experience i've ever experienced because nobody believed me before that yeah because they were really good at hiding it and to have somebody like see it happen even therapists i was always like just under this suspicion that like they wouldn't believe it you know and Mm -hmm. my therapist will ask me she's like do you still think like i don't believe you and i'm just like that's just an issue i have like (laughs) you know we know it's just like it is a validating experience but your report with your fucking therapist is oh. great. <laughs> I sometimes wish you could be a fly on the wall because, like, I don't – on this podcast, like, I know I'm, like, cracking jokes all the time. In therapy, I really try to not be deflecting into comedy because that's where I go a lot. But every once in a while, a joke will slip out, and it's the most <laughs> satisfying thing ever to make her laugh. Like, it's so <laughs> funny. It's like – those guards that stand in front of like the royal palace and like you make them smile a little bit like that's her it's so funny or when i say something and she has to like repeat what i said but i said like fuck in there you know what i mean i'm just like i just feel so fucking and she's like fucking (laughs) you know it's so weird oh anyway i don't know man that was probably really heavy for this episode but that's where i'm at i don't know I think that was uh, probably very helpful for a lot of people. I hope so. And probably helpful for yourself, too. I'm just trying to... Yeah, it help, It makes me feel like, ooh, she got that off her chest. But also, it's like, okay, right now, I might not be feeling that great, but, like, it's not always bleak. You can... Look at how much you can do in three years, you know? Yeah. I don't know. We'll see where I'm at in, like, five years. Like, can we imagine? Ten years? And it's just the fact that I, like, am saying that I'm going to be alive for that is pretty cool. Yeah. So... Cool. That's it. I think we'll end that on a happy note, you know? Yeah. So let's get into an ad and then we'll do some questions. So this episode of Coffee with Crachel is brought to you by adamandeve.com, which is a sex toy and all things pleasure website, if you will. As always, we have a great deal for you guys. If you use code CWC on adamandeve.com, you get 50% off of just about any item, free shipping, three free adult DVDs, and a free mystery gift. So again, just go to adamandeve.com and use code CWC to get that offer. All right, so let's start off with Patreon questions from patreon.com slash from the lovely people who help support the show. Yes. And uh, first one's from Keisha, who said, Hey, guys, I want to ask you your advice or opinions on the situation I've had. Me and my boyfriend have lived together for four years, and he knows how much I love cats and want to be able to have a furry friend of my own. A few months ago, the possible opportunity to adopt a kitten from a friend came up. I told my boyfriend about it, and he immediately said no. Even while trying to persuade him, he wasn't budging much. Although I know it won't be the end of the world if I never own a cat, I still worry that maybe I won't ever have one because my boyfriend just doesn't like them for unknown reasons. I guess I'm just not sure how I should handle this if it comes up again. Is he allergic? Yeah, I'm assuming not because I'm assuming he wouldn't have said yes ever if he was allergic. So, I mean, in this situation, I'd say, like, it's... I would have to just be honest and be like, 
have a conversation where you're just admitting that it is a dream of yours to have a cat and that you don't want to be, you know, prevented from doing that unless, like, it's gonna be a, it, there's it's kind gonna of be an explanation. A yeah, there's going to be a little bit of resentment if it's just, like, no explanation, but no, I can't have a cat. Yeah. Like, I can understand that. Maybe it, you could just gently ask, like, you know, hey, like, we talked about, you know, maybe adopting a cat the other day and you kind of turned me down. Do you have any, like... Can you explain, like, not explain, ugh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, maybe just, like, would you mind, like, telling me a little bit of your hesitations or whatever? Like, yeah. you know, and, like, maybe it's just, like, money or safety or time or, like, space or there's so many, you know, reasons to debate getting a new pet. So, I mean, that's the way I would approach it. Like, just kind of, like, and if it comes nudging down to, to that like, conversation. If it comes to, like, him still having, like, a hard no, like, it, it's a choice that you have to make in between whether like if it's going to be like a really like impactful thing that you don't own a cat which i totally understand i kind of get it like I any pet get, though like i get if that you... like if it's something like that's not something small like that's something that you if you really want that you really do and you kind of have to make the choice of like you know but then yeah it's picking essentially the relationship or God. having a pet which is shitty to say but you know you I would express be like, I just don't want to end up like resenting you. So I just want to know like what your feelings are on why we shouldn't have a cat. And then we can maybe make like a pro con list, a classic Rory Gilmore. Honestly, I, we do that from time to time. We do that all the time. We probably did that when we got Lila. We were like, what's the cons? Um, We're afraid that Squeezie's going to hit We're going to get a furry turkey instead of a meat turkey this year. Yeah. (laughs) Because we got around Thanksgiving. (laughs) Yeah, we did. (laughs) Uh, Next question is from Valerie. You said, hey guys, I want to know how you guys would deal with working jobs that you hate that mentally and physically drain you but it allows you to live the life you're living now and if you quit said jobs it's all you have experience wise so it would take you a long time to find another job in the field and even longer to find a job that pays you as well as the one you currently have so you get the situation it's like i get it it's like youtube if youtube had actually paid me well you know what i mean like what yeah. i felt more urged to stay with doing something that i didn't there like was a doing. point where it was you know financially okay especially you know like the fact before that student loans bsl <laughs> before unemployment true yeah. bu bu <laughs> Um. (laughs) so i would never ever ever suggest you know like putting yourself in a situation where like you literally are not going to have the money to like afford like the things that you need to live and survive bare necessities like however if it is possible to you know what i would do in that situation and what i kind of did do in this situation but i'm not the person to look to for a model of all this bullshit because both of my jobs were you know more niche I would say, like, if you can find a career to work on the side that is paying you enough to survive or whatever, and is something that, like, you hopefully enjoy or at least can tolerate a little bit more than what you're currently doing, and then continue to, like, try to look for a job in a field that you are interested in, because, like, I do think that it is important. Like, I know there's a lot of people out there that think, like, you know, a job is a job, and, like, it doesn't have to be where your happiness lies, and that's totally valid, like... I, I understand, like, the whole, like, checking out mentally at work and just getting your work done and then, like, coming home and having your hobbies and shit. But it's definitely 
I can say from experience. If it's affecting your mental health, like, I think it's worth to, like, look into. Yeah, I I can say from experience that, like, if you're working a job that you are just, you actively do not like. And it's making it hard for you to get to work as well, which can impact your financial Like, that is very, like, I know that, like, I probably had more of a temper, like, getting out of work on when I was working at jobs that I did not like. And now the job that I'm working now, I enjoy it. Is it the job that I educated myself for and everything or thought I was going to have? No, but I do enjoy it. Yeah. And so, like, when I go to work, I'm not, like, dreading it. And I get my work done and I enjoy the work that I do. And so I definitely would say that, like, as long as you can... Uh, feasibly make that feasibly change. make it happen and like are okay with you know maybe giving up on you know some more lavish things as you said in your question like for the ability to, I think like taking care of yourself mentally and or physically like in terms of career would is the most important is the most important part of that yeah yeah I mean overall it's gonna be a risk either way is uh, my advice would be honestly to either find something in the meantime that you know that you can lock down while you're looking for something that you think you would enjoy the most or sticking it out while you still continue to look but i know that's really difficult so Mm -hmm. either way change is really good as long as you can do it like i think taking care of yourself mentally is like should be everybody's top priority um but obviously everyone's situation is different like if you have like kids and all this other stuff like yep exactly it's you know it's a gray area but uh, next question is is rachel still playing animal crossing <laughs> yes oh my god my charger it like almost broke so we had to order a new one on amazon prime um yes i am i love it you're about to hit your one year mark of playing <laughs> i know i feel like such a dork though like everybody else has been playing it since launch and i'm like a flop yeah i didn't have a ds until last year i'm sad Okay, and the last one is if you could be the best in the world at one thing, what would it be? Uh, ooh, I don't know. I'm going to say either cooking. I was going to say cooking. Because I would say cooking because, like, yeah, then you can make incredible fucking foods. But also that's, like everything a useful you, skill it's a useful skill but like everything you ever make ever is going to be at like the highest level of scrutiny if it's like known that you're like the best in the world at being a fucking chef like well, then nobody can drag you it's not ratatouille i am the best yeah i would also say communication the best in the world at communicating how would you get that marked? i don't know how you would get that like that's my superpower i can communicate all right really so well. i would say cooking or smelling well, you already are the best in the world at smelling because you can smell like a fucking rotten cantaloupe from three rooms over, so. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a rotten. I can just be like, she's ripe. Oh. She needs to be in the fridge. She ripened 36 minutes ago. Yeah, <laughs> like, time of death. 1242. <laughs> it's really creepy, honestly. Like, Sometimes I walk in and everything. I just know everything I, <laughs> about I, a room. I scan it with my nose. I want to know, like, is it like a genetic thing or like how it happens that, like, some I feel sentences. like it's probably from my PTSD. Like, I had to know what the smells were. <laughs> like, the senses developing, like, do some people's senses develop, like, better than was others? Was it because like, they smoked through my pregnancy and in, while I was in the crib, like, in the room? That would be an Is in- that what it is? That like, would be an interesting I was trying side to smell effect. through the carcinogens. <laughs> That's what it was. The secondhand Fuck. smoke. I don't know. <laughs> it's so dark. 
<laughs> Fuck. Either way, I'd be into it, though, because I would love to be able to, like, I don't know, use it to good advantage. I'd be, like, one of those bomb-sniffing dogs. You could be. Really. I really could, honestly. You could, you could be. If they like, can train dogs to do that, I wonder if they can train humans. You can be, like, an all-in-one detective package. Like, you're really good at, like, hunting for the clues I'm online, a good sleuth. And, like, also you can sniff things out. So, like, you are the detective and the dog. I could be <laughs> sleuth with a salt tooth. <laughs> Please leave. Taking the streets by storm, salt and vins in my corner. I have no idea what I'm saying anymore at this point in the show. <laughs> I think that means we need to get the fuck out of here. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. We won't be here next week, but we will be back after that. So yes, we'll probably have a lot of things. Episode was enough. To, uh, probably have a lot of shit to talk about. Oh, girl. We'll have so done much. a lot of things. We'll do every tourist attraction by then. Because I guarantee we're doing you, that. we start off at that episode with like we forget everything. Oh my god. Well, no, we'll, we'll write it down. You know, we'll keep a bulleted list. <laughs> All right, benches, stay tuned. The rest of you fuckos, have a great next week. Yeah. <laughs> and the rest of this week. And uh, we'll see. Where the fuck is my cup? I think the next episode will be in fall. Wait, really? When's the solstice? 22nd. Of September? Yes. Intrigue. I'm excited. Okay. Well, we'll see you guys in the fall. Ew. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> We can't do this. Nice paper smacks. Pa- paper smacks. All right, beach Ponches, it's uh, time to anagram your names again. This is so fun for us. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that all of these are different than any of you guys that were here for the first anagramming. I hope. If it's yes. the same, then that's just your God's given name. Okay? Then you can drag us. All right, so starting off with Jackie Goldfarb, you are Jackal Bidfrog. Valerie Molina is a livelier moan. Emily Sweeney is weensy limey. <laughs> Melanie Weldon is medallion ween. Alex Capraro is area locks crap. So they're talking me. about, actually they're talking about the Atlantic Ocean where the area locks are crap. Wow. Shannon Chires is harsh nine suns. Alicia McKee is make an icicle. Make a icicle, excuse me. Yes, Try grammatically, to be grammatically incorrect. incorrect. <laughs> Kimberly Proza is blaze my pork. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Uh, uh, Sarah Booth is a rash booth. Taylor Collins is silly colorant. Me when I'm reading the ingredients on food. <laughs> Emma Corbeil is cable memoir. Angelica Feliz is facial eel zing. Haley Welsh is hey sly whale. <laughs> Katie Kelly is kale ye kilt. That is the old proverb. <laughs> Isabel Menez is blemished zen. Stephanie Lee is inhale teepees. Jane Thompson is a postman John. Amanda McKnight is matchmaking Dan. So we got John and Dan here. There's a lot happening. Chloe Fallon-Maluin is foul nuclei home. <laughs> Kayla Bean is a blank yeah. <laughs> Brandy Robbins is bird brain snob. <laughs> Me. <laughs> Megan McNally is clammy angle. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle Cox is cliche oxelm. Rebecca Mack is became crack. <laughs> That's an achievement. Joanna Jensen is John's gene. Leslie Wright is sly wheel grit. Alexandria Taylor is relaxation lard. <laughs> Renee Medina is and eerie men. <laughs> That's everyone. Gwen Stowe is gown stew. <laughs> <laughs> Sloan Fuller is sullen loafer. Cat Schultz is cash klutz. Kim Greeley is geeky limer. Jason Gonzalez is sleazy zoning. Lindsay Torlina is disloyal intern. <laughs> 
Jess Adams is sassed jam. Megan Oxley is an oxygen mule. Daisy Blossom Dottie is did sassy lobotomy. <laughs> Kennedy Rochelle is hackle ye lender. <laughs> M. Samek is sick meme. <laughs> With two C's. Sick is spelled S-I-C-C. <laughs> Rebecca Edmondson is bookends herd men. <laughs> Taryn Parker is artery prank. <laughs> That sounds bad. Lucy is eye clue. Bailey Lynn is ya belly in. <laughs> Emily Tormey is my timely row. Sonia Vazbrun is nervous bonsai. Sabrina Hughes is brushing shay. Fiona is a info. Stephanie Oliver is vile earphones. Juanita Cara is carrot in a jar. But it's carrot like the jewelry carrot. Yeah, bitch. Annie Wynn is an eyeing nun. Cassandra Lee is lesser Canada. That's America. <laughs> Courtney Hall is hotly nuclear. That's all of us soon. Angela Sue is sun algae. <laughs> Aaron Bray is brain rye. Jada Goshi is a shoe to jig. My Elizabeth is a Hamlet jibes. Avery Labelson is anally observed, which definitely was what you were last time, but it's just... It was just... anally verbose the last time. Oh, it was. Well, now you're observing anal. <laughs> Anthony Hood is handy hoot. Mariah Hanna is haha rain man. <laughs> Everyone else's reaction to that film. No, I'm just kidding. Liz Holbrook is bozo krill. Madison Greer is agreed minors. Megan Preyas is managed rasp. Corey Springfield is reinforced lips. You with your lip balm on. I also am managing my rasp all the time. <laughs> Jackson Dora Who is wood jar hoax. Bridget Carey Davis is arid brag directives. Sophia Cock is ice cap shook. That is Antarctica right now, <laughs> to be real. Ash Roselle is real slosh. Beth Fonseca is beach fonts. Kendall Berg is blank greed. Megan Grilly is Argyle Mingle. Chloe Ireland is Ironclad Heel. Haley Cadwalder is Clear Headed Way. Camellia Malky is I Kill Mama Ace. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Amanda Pete is Manatee Pad. Caitlin Whalen is Anally Then New. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren Chavon is Overhaul Canines. Oh my god! Dana Daly is High Anal Dandy. What the fuck? <laughs> Claire Wood is cordial woe. You can tell this whole show is sponsored by anal. Anna Hernandez is arena ham zen. Flynn and Drew are vend rye land. Mackenzie Knight is eczema night king. <laughs> and Rachel Evans is navel cheers. Amazing. Well, cheers to our navels and our anals. And uh, wow. <laughs> Everything else. And so the other beach bunches, we got Dana Marie Smith. We got Bree Cram. Ashley Riefenberger. Mallory. Allie Malone. And Kathleen Wynn. Well, that was something. I, I love anagramming. I would do that every week if you guys yeah, allowed it. It's like the simlish, but with a little bit of sense. Oh my god, it's been so long since we've simlished. Maybe we should do that. Let us know. Give us a fucking comment on Reddit or SoundCloud, bitch. Why don't you upvote on... We don't have anything to like fucking upvote on. <laughs> upvote my ass. Uh, so we will see you guys in two weeks. Bye. Bye. -bye.